The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, April 26th edition. We have an interesting day in front of us. Hope everybody had a good Wednesday and uh, that eight-game slate that was all kinds of something. And a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and blah, that was an interesting one. Um, but we got five games early, four games late, started at 9.30 Eastern, just a very odd slate, pitching is... Yeah, you're going to have to make a stand somewhere. Make your stand in the in the sand. There's only one game overall today we're not going to see. That's Seattle at Cleveland. So that's got that goofy 6 Eastern start time. Let's go over your totals real quick. you got Braves, Reds, 9. Tigers, Pirates, 8. D-backs, Phillies, 8.5. Twins, Yankees, 9.5. Mets, Cardinals, 7. That is your day slate. When you go to the evening, Rays, Orioles, 7.5. Red Sox, Jays, 8. Um... Brewers Cubs waiting on because we're back to Wrigley, so you got to see what the weather looks like before they put a total out. Uh, and then White Sox Royals at eight and a half. So your day slate's got the higher totals, got some more offense to pick and choose from. The night slate it can be interesting. There is offense to be targeted, but uh, the pitching sneakier than one would think. So these slates are small, but they're they're better overall than some of the ones we've had lately. Let's talk about weather real quick. And overall, I think we're dodging bullets. We're into the uh, mid-50s, low-60s in Pittsburgh. No rain. Atlanta, Cincy, we're into the 60s now. Minnesota, New York, Yankees, wind blowing out hard to right field. We're in the 60s in that one. D-backs, Phillies, wind blowing out hard to right field in that one. We're back in the low-60s. Mets, Cards in the 60s. This is beautiful. No rain. I guess it's a forecast you dream of for baseball. This is just great. Maybe a little warmer, but that's just getting picky now. Rays Orioles were in the mid to low 60s as well. Red Sox Jays, they can close the roof. They can leave it open at high 50s. Brewers Cubs were looking at uh, mid 50s, went one up <clears throat> slightly to left. Then White Sox Royals high to mid 60s. So lots of good weather here. It's baseball finally. That's a baseball day. Not really any rain, light winds, decent temperatures, lots to like. So let's get at it. Five game early slate. You got two guys priced at 11000 and above, and then the next guy's 8700 These two guys at 11000 they face each other. Noah Syndergaard at eleven six, and Carlos Martinez at eleven two. It's kind of a battle of pick your poison. And one thing I'll th- say with Thor, and I said it last time, 
is he's he hasn't gone past six innings. He's gone 101, 103 pitches his last two, which is nice. Uh, he's gone 11 Ks and a one. That's when he went bananas at 32.2. Out of that, he's been 20 points, 15-3, 15-4, because he's not getting the big strikeouts and he has those hiccup innings where he gets in trouble. Now, let's preface by saying he's facing a St. Louis offense that looks like we'll be without Tommy Pham because somehow he got a random laceration mid-game last night and got taken out to kill all of my hopes and dreams. But uh, it's a St. Louis team that strikes out a little over 23% of the time, so nothing crazy. But, you know, all of Thor's peripherals look great, so I'm not hating on them at all. They have a, a 3.54 total, second lowest on the slate to the New York Mets. So you can go Thor if you want. I'm looking at Carmart. I'm looking at Carmart at 11-2. Uh, the Mets have been quiet this series. They've been quiet since their hot start overall. you got Carmart pitching at home uh, where he's actually been better on the road. He's only got a one earned in 12 12 innings with 11 Ks in his home starts. He's gone six or more innings in every start this year. He has two double-digit K games, seven or more in three or four. He's got 23 or more points in three or four games. He's only given up one earned all year. All year. That's not a, a stutter. That's all season, one earned run. Or no, that's in four starts. No, he had a hiccup at the Mets to start the year, but since then, four starts of only one earned run. He's been very, very good. That hiccup at the Mets, we'll see if that rebounds today, but... Uh, we know lefties can get to Carmart at times. The Mets do strike out 22.4% of the time. All his peripherals look great, just like Thor. Lefties 325, righties 265. So you got Conforto and Isdrubal Cabrera and those types. But overall, I like Carmart 11-2. And if I got to rank the two, I got Carmart 1, Thor 2. It'll be interesting with these early games to see what the lineups come out to because some early starts for some of these teams. You might see some depleted lineups that could change a lot of the pitching landscape we have out there. So definitely something to monitor. Jump in the Sports DJ Slack chat, and we'll talk about it. Next up, you got Sean Newcomb, 8700 bucks at the Cincinnati Reds. It's, it's not fun targeting pitchers at Great American Small Park, but uh, on a slate like this, which is kind of sketchy, I'm looking for a, 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 a quote-unquote safe floor. And Sean Newcomb has brought you that in his last three starts. Uh, he's gone uh, five and a third, six and six, two earned, two earned, zero. Five, seven, and nine. He's got five or more Ks in every start this year. So he's definitely been able to limit the damage. It all comes down to walks for him. Three and four in his last two. And that's that's just the big bugaboo with this young arm. The strikeout stuff is definitely there. When you're talking Sean Newcomb, Cincinnati strikes out over 23% of the time. He strikes out over 24.5. But there is that 12.3% uh, walk rate that can leave you a little bit on the uh, questionable side of things. When you look at the Reds, they have a 435 total. Lefty's 325. Righty's 339. So it is sketchy pitching in that ballpark, but Nukem 87 gives you that upside, that K upside you're looking for on a slate like this. So he will be a guy I will be targeting. After that, Jordan Montgomery, 7800 bucks at home against the Minnesota Twins. Montgomery, he's coming off a pretty decent start. Six innings, four hits, one earn. Five Ks versus the Toronto Blue Jays, 21.3. He's got back-to-back 16.5, 21.3 starts. He's got 14 or more in three of his four, so you're kind of looking for that, again, kind of quote-unquote safe floor. Going up against a Minnesota team that's uh, used to be a righty dominant team. They have a team total of uh, four point two. Lefties two sixty nine. Righties three hundred two. By Montgomery. Montgomery's always been a guy that's limited the hard contact. He's done that very well in his career. Uh, right now, early in the year, twenty six point six percent hard contact rate, which is outstanding. Swinging strike rate at twelve point one percent to go with a twenty two percent K rate. And Minnesota versus left handed pitching. This is why I really like Jordan Montgomery. 30% strikeout rate. 
honestly, I know these are kind of small samples. I still don't think we've seen a 30% all season as a team. That is pretty crazy. You know, you got Dozier and Sano to worry about. But for the most part, those are the only real righties you're going to be super scared of when you're looking at this lineup. So Montgomery at 78 becomes a very, very nice play for me. Last but not least, you got Michael Fulmer at $6,900. Fulmer used to be a guy you get priced way up. He's been in the mid to high sevens and these low eights we've seen last year in the tens. Uh, he's just a, uh, he's nothing flashy. Uh, as a guest on a Friends of Fantasy Benefits podcast last night, kind of skimming over the slate, kind of a first look thing before we even dug into it. And he, he's just that guy that you just go, bleh. Like he got beat up at Cleveland, but then against Kansas City, at Chicago, against Pittsburgh, he's already faced once this year. He's got you 15 or more points in every start. He's he's only got four, two, four, and three strikeouts. Not a huge strikeout guy. He's given up eight, eight, six, and four hits. Um, but he doesn't give up a lot of damage. Doesn't walk a lot of guys. Like the game against the Pirates, eight innings, four hits, one earned, uh, two walks, three Ks for 17.8. He has to go deep in the game to really, really get the big number most times. But still, for $6,900, again, another good floor guy. Pittsburgh strikes out a little less than 20% of the time, which is never good. Fulmer doesn't strike out a ton of guys, but a huge ground ball rate limits the hard contact. Pittsburgh has a uh, team total of 4.23, same as the Twins. Lefties 311, righties 268, so a good reverse splits, or, or not reverse splits for Fulmer, but good splits for Fulmer. So at 6900 bucks, I don't mind it at all. So when you're looking down below here, I got Montgomery 1, Fulmer 2, Newcomb 3. So overall, you got Carmart, Syndergaard, took 1A, 1B. I got Carmart ahead of Syndergaard, but it's, you're grasping at straws there. And then down below, I got Montgomery 1, Fulmer 2, Newcomb 3. Let's get into the bats on this early five-game slate. With the Yankees in town, you know we're going to lead off with uh, the big bopper himself, Gary Sanchez of 49, which is a good good look for Kyle Gibson. Kyle Gibson's a guy I do like, but uh, I'm waiting for that blow-up to happen, and maybe it's day, maybe it's not. He has have a 50% ground ball rate, for, and the, the Yankees do strike out 23% of the time. Yankees team total is 5.27, the highest on the slate. Lefties 346, righties 350 off of Gibson. Just make sure Sanchez is in the lineup. Day game after a night game, maybe they'll give him the day off. So you'll get a value catcher in Andrew Romine at uh, $2,700 if you want to go that route. Because the Yankees... They're so good, you could do the wraparound bottom of the lineup. We'll get to that later. But uh, So Sanchez at 49. you got Kurt Suzuki at 38 again. Catchers, be careful. Day game after night game. But the Braves are the second highest total at 465. Lefties 342. Righties 372. So Kurt Suzuki is a great play today if he's in that lineup. You go down farther, and it's just kind of like maybe Mitch Garver starts for Minnesota at 3K uh, on day game after a night game. You got like Alex Avila, who sucks right now, but 3K versus Lively has upside. James McCann at 2,900 versus Nova. You prefer lefties versus Nova, but McCann's been hitting the ball really, really well. So keep an eye on him. I mentioned Andrew Romine. You know, Jorge Alfaro at 2,600 versus Cook. You just have to check lineups because there's going to be some interesting ones that pop out day game after night game. Going to first base, though, you got guys like Freddie Freeman, who's crushing it at 53 against Bailey. That's a great play. Same with Goldie at 52 versus Lively. Uh, when you're looking at Arizona, they have a 4-1-3 total. Lefty's 383, righty's 308. Goldie's been heating up at 5,200. But a guy I like is Joey Votto at 41. If you're not using Newcomb, most people get scared off by the lefty-lefty. Votto's homeward in back-to-back games. They have the 4-3-5 total. Lefty's 325, righty's 339 off Newcomb. Votto could be a very sneaky play at 4,100. 
guys were heating up for the Yanks all the way up to $3,900 is Tyler Austin of the New York Yankees. 23 points last night, 25 the night before, 5 before that, 19 before that. Swinging a hot bat, he's homer to 3 of 4. Um, if you want to ride that hot streak again, it goes with that, that back of the lineup wraparound if you want to be sneaky in New York. The farther you go, you got guys like Carlos Santana at 38 versus Cook. Don't hate that. Uh, some upside value there. If you're not using Fulmer, at Josh Bell at 34 has got upside. Um, other than that, check your lineups. Not a whole lot else going on there that stands out at this moment. Second base, you got Dozier versus Montgomery at 47. That's definitely in play if you're not using Montgomery. But Ozzie Albies went deep again last night. He's 46. Very, very nice there. Same with Cesar Hernandez at 42. Two top-end guys with some nice value. If you go down a little bit farther, Cattell Marte at 36. I don't hate that versus Lively. He's been swinging a good bat, but he's not a lot of power upside. So he's got the multi-hit or steals. So he's not really a good GPP, more of a cash game target for Cattell Marte. When you go down, though, you got Adam Frazier at 32. It's not bad, but uh, there's one I saw down here last night that got my attention. If you just want to punt, and he's got more power upside than Cattell Marte in that matchup, is Daniel Descalso at 2800 bucks. He's 2800 because he can give you the duds, but he's also got three homers on the year, 677 OPS. Like his last few games, 4, 18, 5, 0, 5, and then some zeros and a 23 and a 9. So it's boomer bust with Descalso, but you get it for 2800 bucks. Usually when he's in that lineup, he's hitting like fifth. So something to think about as a punt play at second base. Third base, uh, Miguel Sano at 4K. He went deep again yesterday. I do like that. But the, the name of the, the hot name and probably the chalk at the position today is Miguel Andujar. I, I hate the fact that they've had that early game because you haven't been able to ride the streak out. But uh, a 5 and a 0 the last two within a 19, a 20, a 16, a 14, a 19, a 16, a 17. Dude's absolutely crushing the baseball. So at 3900 bucks, I love him versus Kyle Gibson. I think that's a really solid play there. You get on farther, uh, Mikel Franco at 37 versus Cook. Don't hate that at all. If you want to stack some Phillies against Cook, that could be nice. They have a 4-4 total. It's the third highest on the day slate. It's lefties 336, righties 145. Remember, that's an extremely small sample size. So Franco could be a nice GPP uh, value play. Ryan Flaherty cracks the lineup for Atlanta at 33. I don't hate that at all as a cheaper third base play. Other than that, check your lineups. Let's go to shortstop. Didi Gregorius at 5K. That's just, yeah, you play him if you can afford him. That is outstanding. Dansby Swanson at 38 versus Bailey. I don't hate that today. Uh, Eduardo Escobar of Minnesota. Shortstop third base eligible at 34 versus Montgomery. Could be a play if you need him. He's been swinging a good bat of late. He's a switch hitter, so he'll come from the right side against Montgomery. Other than that, there wasn't much here. I liked it all last night. This is one where you definitely want to see lineups day game. You're going to get some interesting kind of lower names out there. Maybe Jose Reyes or something like that. You'll get them super cheap. So check the shortstops when the lineups come out. Then in the outfield, you know, Judge and Stanton, those are pretty easy. Reese Hoskins has been kind of quiet lately. This could be a good night for him against uh, Cook. Don't hate that as a uh, as if you're paying up as a GPP at 5,100 because most will go to Stanton or Judge. So you can get some value there. Got A.J. Pollock at 5K as well is a nice play. Uh, Starling Marte at 43. I usually don't like to attack Fulmer because he's just that tilting guy. But if you need a guy like Marte, he can get on. He's got some power. He steals some bags. Um, good double-digit point upside at 43. Don't hate that. But David Peralta is a guy I love at 42. Like it's lively. Again, another, another left-handed bat. Been quiet overall the last few, but he was on a stretch there. He's hitting the snot out of the ball. So could be a good game for him. 
Nick Castellanos at 41 is a good value versus Nova as well. Endurance Yarte at 4K is in play. If you're fading Carmarch or you want a one-off, we've talked about small slates and having that one guy against your guy or whatever, Conforto at 4K is that guy. The farther down you go, like Brett Gardner at 39 against Gibson's a really good play at that value, that price tag. Um, Aaron Hicks at 38 versus Gibson. Obviously, the Yankees are going to be popular. Leonis Martin at 3,800 versus Nova continues to hit the baseball well. Went deep again yesterday. 16, 17, 4, 16, 0, 35. He's been hitting the ball really, really well. So Leonis Martin should be on your list. Nick Marquez at 37 as well on the docket. The farther down you go, you got Odebel Herrera at 36. So the outfield, you got some good 3K guys to look at uh, in play today. Adam Duvall versus Newcomb. Adam Duvall is big time power versus lefties. He's had a really quiet year, but hits lefties really well. So if you're not using Newcomb, Duvall at 33 is a, a good, good look there. Preston Tucker at 32 if he cracks the Atlanta lineup versus Bailey. You know, you got Ronald Acuna out there. You can play him if you'd like. He's like 37. I kind of want to see more of what he has, but people are going to love the flock to him and play him. So keep an eye on that. Other than that, check your lineups when they come out. So recapping your pitching on the early slate, you got Carmart one, Cindergard two. Down below, you got Montgomery one, Newcomb two, uh, and or Fulmer two, Newcomb three. Sorry about that. Yeah, like your Yankees, you're gonna stack and a few others, but uh, overall, interesting early slate. Now let's get to that evening slate. And before we do so, let me talk to you about Draft. Draft.com, Draft in your app store. It's a great way to play fantasy sports, snake style drafts. You're done in under five minutes. And then you sit and you walk away. If a guy gets scratched or a rain out, they alert you and you get to change him out even after the game, quote-unquote, locked like on DraftKings. So you have that luxury there. And if, if you're new to drafts, you make your first deposit, use promo code SD Sports, get entry into a free $3 game. It's great. you got head-to-heads, three-mans, five-mans, ten-mans, tons of ways to play. You get paid out the next day. All kinds of price ranges to choose from. It's a ton of fun. So if you have any questions, ask me about it. Check out Draft in your app store or Draft.com, promo code SD Sports. When you check out and you get free entry into a free $3 tournament. Let's go to your four-game late slate, which uh, I'm not the biggest fan of these kind of small slates, but you got a few options here. You're talking the pitching. you got Chris Sale up top at $13,000 at the Toronto Blue Jays. Chris Sale, not a whole lot you got to say here. $13,000, we're approaching that Kershaw 14000 That didn't go so well. And, you know, Sale hasn't had that big, big game yet this year, so you kind of wonder if he's worth the, worth, the juice is worth the squeeze. But, you know, Toronto does have the low total of 3-5. Lefty's 239, righty's 263. Not a whole lot to talk about there. Uh, when you talk about Chris Sale, Toronto strikes out 23% of the time. So he's definitely in play if you want to go there. No Josh Donaldson helps that a ton. But now you drop down, you got Dylan Bundy at 98 at home against the Tampa Bay Rays. Bundy has been outstanding. Averaging 25 DraftKings points per start. He's basically got 24 or more in four of his five He's been filthy. The strikeout's been there. The picks Mitch has been great. We talked about all of these things with Bundy. Tampa Bay strikes out 23% of the time. They have one of the lower totals on the slate at 3-6. Lefty's 334. Righty's 272. I love Bundy. If you're not paying up for sale, Bundy is definitely one of the top targets on the slate. After Bundy, you got to get creative. Where do you want to go? And Chris Archer jumps out at me at 8800 bucks. Yes, Archer is tough. And yes, we've known in his whole career... He's been much better at home than on the road. This year, not so much. 8.1 DraftKings points at home, 17.3 on the road. Two starts on the road, three at home. And given small, small sample, 
He's coming off 18 points against Minnesota, but his two road starts at the White Sox, 20.8, at the Yankees, 13.9. He said he's faced Boston, the Yankees, the White Sox, the Phillies, and the Twins. So, you know, not murderers row, but a couple tough starts. It's really tough to gauge what you're going to get with Archer, but you, one thing you do know you're going to get, you got a Baltimore team that strikes out almost 27% of the time. Archer is striking out almost 29% of the batters he faces. Phenomenal swinging strike rate. Just gives up a lot of hard contact, almost 40% hard contact, and that's the scary part. But Baltimore, you know, they're a very, very hit and miss. Team total of 3.9, lefties 347, righties 282. So very good against righties. And the lefties you got to worry about is what, Chris Davis? Really, there's not a ton of lefties in that lineup. So Archer at 88 becomes very interesting because many aren't going to want to go there. They're going to want to go to Bundy, and they're not going to want to go to Archer. So Archer at 88 makes for a very, very interesting GPP play with some upside, which I, I can get behind if you're ready for the gamble of a GPP. Then after that, it drops down quite a bit. You know, Jacob Junis at 83 is okay versus the White Sox. He doesn't have a bunch of K upside, but for a cash game, I got no problem with Jacob Junis. I'm not going to go deep into him. It's the White Sox. They can go off at any moment, but they're also very quiet. Just you need that K upside with Junis. So if you want to go there at 83, I don't hate it. He's going to be pretty chalky, I think, in that middle range. But uh, at 8,300, I don't hate Jacob Junis at all. Uh, he's been pitching very well to start the year at home in Kansas City. But the last guy I'll mention is Kyle Hendricks, $6,900, nice, at home against the Milwaukee Brewers. Hendricks is kind of like that floor guy like Fulmer. He had one bad start at Milwaukee, but then at Coors, he got you almost 18. Against Pittsburgh at home, he got you almost 19. At Miami, he got you almost 17. So he's been very good. Milwaukee got to him. Five innings, nine hits, four earned, two long balls, only one K. And he didn't get that ground ball to fly ball like you expect with Fulmer in that sinking action. So he's going to try to get redemption here against Milwaukee Brewers. And he's a, uh, a brew crew team that strikes it over 25% of the time. Uh, again, he still has a 50% ground ball rate, limits the hard conducts. He had one rough start against Milwaukee. Lefties hit 323, righties 276. There's no Eric Thames right now. So that lefty bat's long gone. So after him, you have, what, John VR, Eric Sogard. Not really the lefty mashers you're too scared of in that lineup. It's a righty-heavy team right now with no Eric Thames. So uh, Kyle Hendricks is 69. Definitely on the agenda. So your pitchers on the late slate, you got Chris Sale by himself at 13,000. Then you got Bundy at 98, Archer at 88, Jacob Junis at 83. Probably go Bundy, Junis, Archer in that order. And then you got Kyle Hendricks by himself at $6,900. So very interesting pitching night. Um, if you pay up for Sale, you can still make it work. Or you can um, get creative in the middle and, and get all the bats you want. So depends on where you want to go. Leave some money on the table. Let's go to the bats on this slate. You got Wilson Contreras at 4K, starting to get going a little more consistently. But like Salvi Perez against Giolito at 35, I don't mind that at all. Salvi's come out swinging the stick, as you would expect. And when you got um, the Royals at a 4-5 total, the highest on the evening slate. We still don't have the Cubs Brewers yet, but when your Royals are your highest total on the slate, I don't care how small the slate is, it can be a one-game slate, and the Royals are still the highest total on the slate. That opens your eyes to how bad Lucas Giolito's been this year. Lefty's 324, righty's 297. So I don't mind me some uh, some Salvi Perez. We'll talk about some other Royals here pretty soon. When you're looking at uh, Giolito, I want to give you something real quick. The Royals, are, are, they strike out fewer than almost anybody in baseball. Almost anybody. They strike out about 17% of the time. The, the Red Sox strike out about 16% of the time versus righty's. Um, Giolito's only striking out 15.5%. He's walking over 11%. And he's given up, uh, if you do the math here, carried the 155, 60, blah, 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 about a 44% fly ball rate. 
So there's a lot to like there with Kansas City. All right, we go after Ramos. You got guys like uh, Chance Cisco against Archer at 3K. Cisco went deep last night. He's, he has a lefty bat, He's but you know it's his first home of the year. He's not a super scary bat, someone to keep an eye on, but not be like, oh, no, we can't play Archer because of Chance Cisco. Uh, after that, though, it's really sketchy at this position. I, like, I know I keep saying check lineups, but this has a lot of interest. Like, you know, maybe Sandy Leon gets to start at 25. Okay, that's a good lefty, you know, punt. There's a couple different ways they can go in these lineups. Uh, see how those pan out. First base, hand ram at 45. I don't hate. You got the Red Sox with a team total of 4-5, four, 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 second on the slate just behind the Royals. Lefty's 291, righty's 372 versus Marco Estrada. So you got those reverse splits going. Hand ram's been on fire, so 4,500 for hand ram I don't hate. But a guy I'm looking at is Anthony Rizzo. I know he's got off to a very slow start this year. Averaging 6.5 points a game. 7, 10, and 7 his last three. He's 4400 bucks. He's at home against Chase Anderson. Lefty's 265, righty's 306. Um, not the best splits you're looking for, but Rizzo at 44. You know he's going to get going eventually. A guy to keep an eye on. CJ Cron, not going to go back to that well tonight unless you want to be GPP against Bundy. I don't hate it if that's what you want to do, but just remember CJ Cron. This guy's on fire. We've been talking about him. He's up to 4K now. We will be back on him in the next couple days. But like Mitchie, two bags. Mitch Moreland at 38 versus Estrada. Again, Estrada's got those splits. Righties hit him better than lefties. Moreland's been hitting the ball really well. If you want a cheaper first baseman at 38, don't mind that. Lucas uh, Duda, 3,600 versus Giolito. Lefties versus Giolito if you want to go that direction. If you are fading Archer, Chris Davis is 3,300 bucks. So you got a, a cheapy home run GPP first baseman at Chris Davis at 3,300 bucks. If you're fading Chris Sale or you want a one-off, Steve Pierce has had decent success against Sale. He does mash lefties. He's first base, second base eligible at 3200 bucks. So he is there if you're looking for that. And another lefty I did forget, he'd probably DH tonight. Or uh, he's first base, third base eligible for the Baltimore is Pedro Alvarez. He was on a tear earlier, but he's back to being Pedro Alvarez for about the last week or so. So keep an eye on him, but he's another cheapie if you want to go that direction. And then check lineups for the rest. Second base, Javi Baez is on fire at 47. You mentioned Anderson's reverse splits. He could be in play. Yohan Moncada is even, even more fire at 44. So both those guys are in play if you're paying up at the position. But if you're not paying up, you got Eduardo Nunez at 36 is okay. Johnny Villar at 34 if you're fading Hendricks. Villar had a decent night last night. But guys like, uh, again, I mentioned him yesterday, Daniel Robertson for the Rays, second base, third base. He's 3,400. Continues to get it done. 18 more points last night. This dude is a machine right now. So if you're fading Bundy or you just want a one-off, uh, Robertson at 34 is a cheapie you could look at. Joey Wendell at 31 as well is another cheapie you could look at. Other than that, uh, maybe Hernan Perez, but that's not ideal. Tyler Saladino, not ideal, but 27. Not a lot down here at the cheapie positions at the second base. Third base, you got the Moose. Moustakas told you I loved him yesterday. He went ding-dong city. He's in a great spot again tonight at 46. Not as happy as I was last night about him, but still a very, very good spot there. Travis Shaw at 42, another great spot. He got it done last night as well. He's against Hendricks at 42. That's like the only real lefty. Shaw is the most powerful lefty in Milwaukee to worry about against Hendricks right now. Rafael Devers at 38 had a dud last night, but that price tag for his upside is tremendously cheap, so always keep an eye on Devers. At 3800 bucks, I absolutely love that kind of play. Mentioned Robertson already. Uh, Young Hervis Salarte, 3200 for sale if you're going to fade. You can go there. 
Yelmer Sanchez at 31 versus Junis. I like a lot, especially if he's up in the order. I mentioned him yesterday at 3K. He batted second. Got you 17 points. When he's high in the order. I like him a lot. They just move him around so much. So he's a guy you definitely want to check on. Because at the bottom of the order, not that he can't produce. It's just not ideal at all. So like you can use him most days, period, because he's just that up-and-down GPP guy. But when he's higher in that order with, like, Mikata, who's swinging it well, and Abreu and those guys, he's much, much more appealing at 3,100. Mentioned Pedro Alvarez at 3K. He is in play. And then other than that, uh, like usual, check your lineups. Shortstop. I got to make a bumper sticker. Check your lineups. Uh, shortstop, Manny Machado at 5K. He is definitely in play versus Archer. We know lefties versus Archer, but Machado's Machado, and he'll be uh, an interesting GPP play. Eduardo Nunez, not bad. Mentioned him already. Alcides Escobar is a cheap shortstop at 3,100, depending on where he's at the lineup. If he's towards the top or you do a wraparound stack, that could be interesting. Uh, Brock Holt, if he cracks the lineup against Estrada, second base shortstop at 3K, I could see that as a punt play. Um, you know, Lourdes Gurriel, second base shortstop at 28 for sale. It's not ideal at all, but it's a cheap option. But second base shortstop, if he does crack the lineup uh, and you're not using Hendricks, or you just want to kind of a, a cheapie who cares who he's facing. Um, Eric Sogard's 2,400, second base shortstop as a cheap cheapie. And Ryan Gones for Kansas City, second base shortstop is only 22 versus Giolito. So those are two extremely cheap punts that if you just want to punt second or short, you could go there at 22 or 24, and it really frees up the rest of your lineup. So something to think about there. Outfield, you got Mookie Betts at 54, double dogged again yesterday. Righty should have started better than lefties. Betts is a great play again. Uh, J.D. Martinez kind of cold again, but you know how J.D. gets when he gets going. He gets going, so 48's not bad. Schwarber's on fire at 47, not bad at all. They got like Christian Yellick at 46, Low Kane at 45. Interesting plays there for Milwaukee if you're fading Hendricks. I have no problem fading Hendricks. I just, he's just the only cheap guy I kind of trust. Uh, when you look at Milwaukee, lefty's 323, righty's 276 off Hendricks. So something to keep in mind in that one. Denard Span at 4K is playing well. Benintendi's been cold, but he's 42 versus Estrada. Albert Amora Jr. is playing really well at 37, leading off for the Cubs. Anderson's got those reverse splits, so Amora could be a good play at 37 there. Uh, JBJ at 34 versus Estrada is interesting. Steve Pierce mentioned him at 32 already. John Jay leading off for Kansas City at 32 is not a bad cheapie. Kevin Pillar and Teoscar Hernandez at 31 versus Chris Sale. If you're going that crazy route, you got Nicky Delmonico at only 3K versus Jacob Junis. That's an interesting punt option. David Polka, his first base outfit eligible for the White Sox. He's been a, a big time prospect that's kind of gone up and down in the minors. Got the call up for the White Sox. He's only 2,900. He's got some power upside if you want a punt play for a GPP. Luis Garcia for the White Sox at 29 as well for GPPs versus Junis. After that, you know, Randall Gritchick at 28 for sales. Not ideal, but you get it. Santander's 28. Hernan Perez, 27. There's a couple guys down here, but nothing real good at all. Not at all. So there you have it for your four-game slate. Recapping the pitching. You got Sale by himself up top. And then you got Bundy, one. Junis, two. Archer, three. And then Hendricks by himself down below. A couple of interesting slates to take a look at. Definitely dig in. Ask your questions in the Slack chat. Check all that out. But let's take some BVP for you before we send you on your way. Uh, on this, you know, five-game early, four-game late edition of Quick Hits. Uh, Freddie Freeman, four for 14 off Homer Bailey. Didn't really need BVP to tell you to play Freeman. Nick Castellanos, three for seven with a triple. Miguel Cabrera, six for 17. A double and a homer off Ivan Nova. Brett Gardner, three for nine with a double and a triple off Kyle Gibson. 
Chris Owings and goalie have taken Ben Lively deep. Jose Martinez, 3-for-3 three three with a homer off center guard. Yadi Molina, 3-for-9 with a double and a homer. Jericho and Marcelo Zuna have taken him deep as well. Suspendus, 5-for-15 with a double and a homer off Carmart. Bruce has two homers. Ray has one. Adrian Gonzalez, one. Rajay Davis, 5-for-13. Double, or we don't care about this game because we don't get to play it. Thank you, DraftKings. Caleb Joseph, 2-for-7 with a double and a homer off Archer. Pedro Alvarez, 6-for-17, three doubles, two homers. Chris Davis, 7 for 28, 2 doubles and 3 homers. Mentioned some options there. Machado and Adam Jones taking him deep as well. Some bigger samples because they've seen him a lot. Randall Grinchick, 3 for 4, the double and a homer off sale. Teoscar Hernandez, 1 for 3 with a homer. Kendris Morales, 10 for 34, 2 doubles, 3 homers. Uh, Hanley Ramirez, 8 for 27, 4 doubles and a homer off Estrada. JBJ mentioned 2 bags are taking him deep as well. Wilson Contreras, 5 for 9, 3 doubles against Chase Anderson. Chris Bryant, 6 for 18, a double and three homers. Maybe he cracks the lineup tonight. That'd be a nice, nice addition there, but get 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 healthy first. Albert Amora, 3 for 10, two doubles and a homer. Travis Shaw, 5 for 15 with a double and three homers. There's Kyle Hendricks, Bandy, and VR have taken him deep as well. And Lucas Duda, 2 for 5 with a homer. Salvi Perez is a homer off Lucas Giolito. So there you have it. Quick hits in the books. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. Benjamin Bubba, episode 89 with Elliot Chris, previewing the NFL draft. Check that out as, we, as the first round kicks off tonight out of Dallas, Texas. Doc, our boy, at positive underscore vig, dropped his NFL mock draft, all 32 picks. Great read. Go check that out. Francisco just dropped the Italia Serie A week 35 picks this morning. Another thing to go check out there. Lots going on. So check it all out. B Sports DJs, at these Sports DJs. I am at BD Entrick. And come jump in the Slack chat. Let's uh, make it active. Let's make it happen. Let's win some money. There's going to be a lot of questions had on this early slate especially. So come jump in there. I'll be around all morning. But uh, good luck today. MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, April 26th edition. I'm out.